0: Welcome to Rosé All Day anyway with Erica Atkins and Katie Rainey. Ooh, what, what? So today is our first crossover episode and we have our first guest, what? which is really exciting. So joining us from Big Things with Zach Miko, we have Zach Miko.
1: Yay! Woo-hoo. It would have been funny if you said another name. But
0: like, we have not Zach, we have, Zach, huh? Zach, Zach, Nico with Bob Saget. We have. <laughs> Bob Saget. Yes. My wife
1: just yesterday bought a Bob Saget shower curtain.
0: Because your wife very much loves Full House. She very much yeah. loves Full House. Wow. Yeah. Before we get into why I know information about Zach's wife. Totally. So early on in the episode, I did want to, you know, point out that Zach here is... Dak is a male model. Zach, who, who are you signed
1: with? IMG Models. Mm-hmm. Well, it's IMG WME Endeavor. It's a long company name, but I'm in the IMG Models is the modeling branch of it.
0: Zach has been on the shows as Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Is it America's Whoa. Next Top Model? America's
1: Next, Next... Next Top Model. I was on Cycle 24,
0: I think. Do you know like, Tyra Banks?
1: I do. I do know Tyra. Like Banks. Like
2: you are best friends with Tyra Banks. That's we're, what I'm going to walk away from this podcast. We're, we're with. buddies.
1: She actually, I got on the show because she like. Just sent me a message on Instagram and was like, "What can I do to get you on America's Next top Model?" She just like
0: likes your stuff.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "You could, you could ask." Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. I'll be there.
0: i yeah. also friends with Ashley Graham too.
1: I am. Yeah. I am friends yeah. with Ashley. Gorgeous, Who is Ashley gorgeous.
0: <laughs> I'm doing this in air quotations right now. Plus size model. She has a oh! normal woman body. Well, yeah, you but, but that's, to look her up. I but remember
1: in, the, yeah, yeah, in the no, totally. They're, these are all like I just posted. I went to the 11 Honoré show. This is Fashion Week. We're recording during Fashion Week. You guys didn't even know. We are so topical. I know. (laughs) And um, the 11 Honoré show was the first, I think, don't quote me on first. I'm going to put first in quotation marks because I'm not sure if it's true. But it was all curve model couture show. Mm -hmm. So every single person was a curve or a plus or whatever you want to call them, models. Some people hate the term plus. Some people don't care. I know IMG refers to their models as Curve instead. Mm-hmm. But, um, that makes me how think
2: he, of that gym, that women's gym, Curve. No, curves. yeah, I think exactly. That's terrible.
1: No, it, they have... Everyone has a weird... Like, so for the males, they exactly. refer to us as brawn. where I'm a brawn model.
2: And now I think of the Scott Brawny guy.
1: Exactly. And no, we have... A, there's a lot of uh, ad placements in our titles, I guess. <laughs> Not really. But yeah, no, it's it's... I was posting about how great it was, and a lot of people... You know, did the exact same comment where they're like, plus, these are just average size women. I said, yeah. And in the modeling world, that's crazy. Like, that's the whole point is that the average like runway model you will see is between a size two and a six on the most outside. And this show, everyone was between 14 and 20. So that's crazy. So the fact that they're walking New York Fashion Week shows you like how far the movement has come in just a couple of years.
0: That's cool. Do you want to? Before we really like get into our conversation, I did mention. Obviously, I know information about zach's wife and not because
1: <laughs> the I'm way you say that is so fan. creepy i know That's right funny. because i'm
0: like oh yeah like could your wife loves full house yeah it's not because like i'm a stalker fan which i guess i'm a fan but i guess more so because i have to be at this yeah point. you're a yeah. required fan. yeah i'm required fandom is required for me but zach and i have known each other for nine years
1: i'm gonna say a decade because i decade. like rounding it rounding it up okay. better it sounds It's better. very close But it's like
0: almost exactly nine years. We're
1: going into our 10th year of knowing each
0: other. How did you meet?
1: We sang on a boat together.
2: Which we have covered in this podcast.
1: Have you? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I bring it up in mine pretty often, too. (laughs) That was my first job. Yeah, it's like, well, because, you know, people ask, like, what was your first job in New York City? I was like, oh, I sang on a dinner cruise.
0: While serving drinks. While
1: serving drinks, because they combined the waiter and singer yeah. Duties. And
0: sometimes people would ask you about your drinks while you were singing.
1: Yeah. Oh, I've 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 yeah. had someone I remember like many times they'd be like, Can you clear these plates? And I'm like, Somewhere <laughs> Yeah, hold on a second. Beyond the sea. Like <laughs> it was it's it was a it was a very humble it was a very fun and very humbling joke. Yeah,
0: yeah. Zag and I used to think to do what unforgettable together. Mm-hmm. But like our relationship is so platonic. Like I think maybe like the
1: first uh, like, the duet was platonic. She was singing to her dad.
0: Not the original <laughs> okay. version of Unforgettable. Like when but Unforgettable, the duet version. I know, but Unforgettable yeah, yeah. is also a love song. It you, is. But you can sing it to your dad. It
1: is, but the duet was, I feel was like her singing with her dad. this daddy.
2: podcast is going to end with this duet. If it doesn't, I'm...
1: i don't remember any of the words but unforgettable (laughs) i was famous on the boat for never remembering the words to any songs
2: so you just made them up
1: oh badly i I, that's why i sang the same very quickly i started you know you'd you'd have your repertoire of like 15 songs that you were supposed to be able to sing on the boat at any time and then very quickly it became everyone did the same one song every time not me Not you, not you, not Danielle, not a couple others, but like for me, it was I'm going to sing Beyond the Sea if I'm by myself. If Eric is there, I'll sing Unforgettable. End of list.
0: What was the rock and roll song that you did?
1: Huey Lewis and the News? Yeah. 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 The heart of rock and roll I'd I'd do every now and then too. So So really just three.
0: So yeah, like our relationship very quickly in the first few months of knowing each other became like. Like siblings, and so when we sang Unforgettable, mm-hmm. we like would like not even really like look at each other. We'd, we'd stand on opposite sides of the stage. I was like, I feel like this is awkward for people to watch. It's us also do.
1: important <laughs> to mention that uh what designated us when it went from time to sing, like when it was not time to wait anymore and time to sing. I would have to put on a red sequin tuxedo that jacket, and Erica would put on a like sequin vest and yeah. a feather boa, and it'd be like, We're singing now. <laughs> and that was it. Ab-
0: Normally, we record in the evening. Yeah. Right now, we are recording at noon on Saturday because it's a weekend and because it's fashion week. So Zach got things to do.
1: I do. I got. And nuts. this is
2: normally Katie's writing and working time.
0: Right. So it's a, yeah, it's noon on a Saturday. And Katie's like, are we really going to drink this early? And I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, the name of the show is called Both Day All Day Anyway. And it's brunch time. People drink during brunch. I'm drinking. And I so- don't go to brunch because I'm working.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like the worst basic white girl. Mm, yeah, bunch of life.
1: I've been <laughs> sipping this rosé the whole time. I was very surprised. I knew this was the name of the podcast, but I also was not entirely positive I would be given rosé. Yeah, so I'm that very happy about the show. So today we are so drinking, we are staying on brand, is yeah. what
2: we say. We're true. What true do I brand? We're true winos. You guys
1: are only the second. I think podcast to offer me a drink while I was like the second podcast or guest. Rude. The only one is the lead singer of Mother Feather and Courtney made me a gin and tonic. So oh.
0: well, we're, that we're was not going to make your drink. We're just going to pour you a glass. <laughs> I'll do that. That We're not that complicated. So today we are drinking a 2017 bottle of Yes Way Rose, which is awesome. Everybody's got some really fun glasses we're drinking out of. Katie's got the Mm. When I Sip, You Sip, We Sip. I've got rosé all day. Zach is drinking out of an angular It's the one that looks
1: like it's tipping over, but it's not.
0: Yeah, my boss got me those for this podcast. Oh, that's so cute. I wonder if we can all take a sip and just, you know, give our impressions of the rosé.
2: Tastes
0: Mm. like... A Saturday morning rosé.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it tastes like... um... How do you describe rosé? This it's, is a dry rosé. It's dry. One. It's citrusy. It's dry. Yeah. Definitely have a little bit of citrus to it. Yeah. What else? Yeah.
0: We've had sweeter rosés on this show. It's a dry wine. It's one of the sweeter, one of the sweeter. Or one, sorry, now, what is the right thing with rosé? one rose. of the drier rosés we've so, had on the show. So,
1: so like, it's I know it's red wine has the grape skin on it. White wine does not have the grape skin on it. This puts like a little bit of grape skin to pink it up. Your your knowledge of this already vastly
0: surpasses oh. ours. I'm actually not as bad as sometimes. I know more about red and white because I, too, used to be a server like that. Mm-hmm. So I had to pretend. at least be able to pretend. But the rosé phenomenon happened after we were servers. So I don't describe rosé as well. Because I
1: don't know when rosé started becoming a thing because when we were... Younger, it was just white Zinfandel. Yeah. And it was yeah, Tour yeah, in a Yeah, box, Y'all, used de Franzia. yeah. Oh. Y'all
0: used to make fun of me on the boat because I always wanted the white Zinfandel. And you guys yeah, would always make gross. fun of me. And then pink wine came in vogue and I was like, what now? Well, they made it better.
1: Now it's a like a huge thing. No, in college when I didn't like the taste of alcohol and was underage and they do that thing where it's like, okay, uh, the one overage guy is going to go buy liquor for mm-hmm. everybody. What's your order? I would always get a magnum bottle. <laughs> Of like of white, of white Zinfandel, and I'd be like, "Good, I could drink that all day." It's like juice. <laughs> we why. we would
2: buy the box of Phronsie and say we're doing the tour to Franzia. And like, oh, I yeah. remember one time that we left half a box in the trunk of my car in high school. Super good, good, dangerous. If I'd gotten pulled over, and it fermented, and a month later we tried to drink it, and it did not go well.
1: It was this much is stronger. Arkansas, you had, like, I mention this at like, that point. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> That's great. Yeah.
2: Also, yeah. we discussed. On this podcast, that 2017 is a great year for Rose. Yeah, like everything
0: that we've been drinking is from 2017. I don't
1: understand why. Why? Because nobody produced Rose (laughs) until, like, until, like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> three years
1: ago it wasn't a thing hey. um gary vaynerchuk has a new wine label out called empathy wines and it's whole life, it's like a oh, direct to consumer us. oh we get
2: all the wine people to follow us of on
1: course Twitter. you do i always want to they're a great company i don't know if they're great yet i haven't tasted anything we their should whole drink
0: that on the show
1: when it shows up, I, I'll be getting bottles. I'll donate you one.
0: Yeah,
2: please. They, um, empathy Wine, we want to be sponsored by you. So Actually, yeah. Empathy Wine sounds like something for me as a writer. We always talk about empathy in our writings. Yeah, yeah. like, this combines the things it's that like I love. It's like meant to
1: be. Yeah. But, you know, Gary V and Empathy Wines and... All of it and VaynerMedia are just a great company, so I'm very excited to try their wine. But their whole thing is like the direct to consumer, where it's almost like a subscription service. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I had to choose, like, do you want three, six, nine, or twelve bottles? So I started with three. I'm gonna ease into it. And the first one shipping is their rosé. So we're we're I'm excited. I'm excited to give that a try. Fancy.
2: you'll have to take a picture
1: and.
0: Send it to us. I
1: did take a picture. I took a picture with Gary Vee. I, <laughs> I can send you the picture of us on Empathy Wine.
0: That Great. Would be good. So, yeah. So, this is a delicious bottle. I highly recommend if you are... A- Sitting on the porch having a, a light sandwich with goat cheese <laughs> and, pig, and you just want a little like sip oh, of more Now wine. we're giving food wrecks to go along. You with are
1: so you're like reading Bon Appetit magazine. <laughs> yeah. like really I am excited. Bon
0: Appetit magazine. I'm there not reading it. I am Bon Appetit. So yes, please drink. So, Erica, segue. I'm about to go. segue. Though. <laughs> I'm about to wrap it back around. So we were talking earlier specifically, Zach, about how... You know, for in the fashion industry, being over a six or at least over an eight makes you a curvier plus size model when a lot of us would argue that is just, you know, the typical, the Mm -hmm. size of the average woman. Um, And so one of the things I started thinking about is how do, how does, um, how society and how the media puts out into the world how women should present themselves how does it affect women versus how does it affect men because i really didn't think about it until you started until your career in fashion started rising and then i started realizing as you were advocating that there was like a whole host of issues around body image that you were dealing with that I had like never really thought about. I was like, ah, oh, he's a tall white man and he's got it made, and I, like
1: you, you know, I mean, and I, and, and and I for never the thought about part, it. I do, <laughs> like, sadly, thing. it's a very interesting like way to think about it because you know. Women, the big difference between body issues for men and women is women talk about it. Men do not. So Mm. the reason a lot of people didn't Mm. feel like their guys had any issues is because they never spoke about it. Mm. But that goes because there's that whole toxic masculine idea of, oh, you can't show any weakness and to have feelings as weakness. And I'm like, no, it just makes you a human being with thoughts and feelings and insecurities like everybody else. Problem is... One of my main things with trying to get guys more in touch with their body image and how they feel about themselves is because a lot of the standards and insecurities, I believe, this is just a theory of mine, that women feel and are projected onto women by men or because men have their own insecurities and you know hate the way their bodies are and what happens is they'll look at a woman and be like well if i hate who i am she has to also because it's really like fucked up and toxic do you guys swear on yours i swear uh, right. yeah okay cool <laughs> wasn't sure but
2: but you know as we said before erica's niece cousin niece cousin, cousin is She's listening cool. lila yeah hey lila. lila
1: don't swear
0: lila don't swear just wink, plug, but I'm
1: plug going your going
2: Muffet, plug your ears, whatever you say. <sighs> wink, wink, I love you. Continue okay. back. <laughs> no,
1: but it's it's a lot of things. Most of our society's problems come from straight white men, who I happen to be one. And it's kind of like trying to get to the root of it, and I'm just like, why is everything so fucked up when it comes to this? And, I'll, and to me, a lot of these ideals of what it means to be a man is very toxic, and... So kind of getting guys to deal with their own insecurities and their own body issues, especially at an earlier age, is me hoping to cut it off at the source before Mm. it manifests into other things, before it manifests into misogyny and racism and all the other terrible things white men are (laughs) responsible for in this country. It's kind of like if if you're content and happy with yourself, you don't have a lot of time to hate other people. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the things that you hate about other people is because for some reason, if I hate you know this one person, it's because something in this person makes me think of something that I do. And they're either doing something different than me, which makes me start to freak out to be like, oh, well, if they're doing it differently, I have to be doing it the right way. Otherwise, I'm doing it the wrong way. So I hate them because I'm doing it the right way and they're doing it different than me. Or they look different than me. Oh, I was told my whole life that I had to have a six-pack, and this person doesn't. So they're obviously awful, right? Mm -hmm. Because I've now spent my whole life sacrificing not eating food, not having fun, not doing anything to try to get a six-pack that I can't get. Because genetically, I'll never be able to get one in the first place. So I'm going to project my insecurities. It's just... A lot of white men just throw in their own insecurities around in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you, you, ladies, have noticed that. Mm-hmm. No, um, what's what is that? I know. never
0: understood. What I thought white men were just kind, docile, gentle, all oh, the whole lot. The whole, them. the
1: whole lot. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where I'm like, if I, I th- at a very early age, everyone, every human, male or female, deals with body issues, mm-hmm. but it's internalized different ways men are more likely to lash out because of their insecurities. Women are more likely to internalize. Because of that, women have kind of bound together and started talking about body issues and and seeking solace in each other, as they should. Whereas men, since they project it outwards, Mm. it just becomes conflict. They don't talk about it with other people. So it's trying to get men to talk about their issues very early on. I grew up my whole life feeling terrible about the way I looked. And it wasn't until I said that out loud, or it wasn't even that I said it out loud. One of my directors in college, because I went to school for theater, came up to me and was like, "Hey, you know it's okay to be a big guy, right?" And I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like you as a big guy. You can. You're hiding. You could be a big guy." Aww. And it blew my fucking mind because nobody had said that before.
2: That's so cute.
1: <laughs> and it's just as simple. And it's just about. Yeah, I don't even, I'm, yeah, just, I I'm just ranting at this point. No, no, it's I know. funny it's
0: that also that you mentioned like a teacher, because we don't need to get into it now, but like one of the first times, because, you know, I get made fun of a lot for being like, the whitest black girl you know. It was a teacher who came up to me and said, hey, like you're great. The way yeah. you I heard some kids talking about you. You're
1: cool. The teacher
0: can really... Because like, every now and then, the that's what's
1: important about not just having a teacher, but just a responsible, ethical adult yep. every now and yep. then. Because all the projection, when kids are making fun of each other, that's just stuff we saw adults do. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's all it is. Yeah. So it's so much helpful to have an adult come to you and go, hey, you're good. Don't yep. worry about these. And then because that's all... Children behavior that's all your behavior as a child and your behavior as a teenager is just you recreating what you saw your parents do and everyone else do, but not only that, just what you saw in movies and TV mm-hmm. and we were raised on the bitchy you know teenage high school dramas, mm-hmm. so because of that we're like oh that's the way it is, and yeah, right. we treat each other that way
0: that's so interesting and you know. You also, you talked about, and I know, Katie, you probably have experience with this, you talked about how women will internalize a, a little bit more of just our issues in general. It's interesting also, sometimes, especially with body image, I actually feel like I am more likely to dress up because I know a bunch of, like, good-looking women are going to be in a place mm-hmm. than I am for for a guys. I mean... I think like my my Thursday afternoon I had a hairy face. Mm. yeah what? guys I go a lot of hair on my face I'm willing to publicly admit that I had that's a thing that me too don't yeah. worry it's fine. <laughs> right but you can just rock it in the back for me it's too. branded
1: but, <laughs> <Right>? it's <okay. laughs> but
0: for me it's like something I gotta get rid of I have a hairy face my nails were jacked up I was in yoga pants I hadn't showered in like over 24 hours and my hair was a mess I was just gonna like go to the gym chill at home like have dinner and then I got a text from the guy that I'm seeing that he got invited we, what, what's I like his name we're not saying his name yet We've already We're not it. there yet. We we'll see yeah. it's an on-running thing on
2: this podcast. Like, Eric oh, has- I was warned at the door, yeah. not
1: to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> oh, so Fine. you know who this mystery man? I is. I talked to
0: my friends. My friends know who it is. No, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah mystery right, man, you're gonna be on this it. podcast. He you know it's coming. Be. Yeah. Okay. So, but I got this text that he got invited to like a. Uh, Club party that would associate it like some people who associated with Fashion Week would be involved or be at the party, and my thought was they 're going to be good looking women there. I have to go and fix everything that's happening right now. Like that was, and so I did all the stuff. I didn't even go to the gym. The entire trajectory of my evening changed because I didn't want the other women to look at me and be like, Mm. "You know, she's got she practically got a beard right now, and what is she wearing, and what's happening with her hair?" Because I was like, "No, that's "Mm -hmm." it's always
1: interesting to me that there's like that women are very like." There's a, so much camaraderie over certain things, and then there's so much competition against other things. Mm-hmm. Because like, I was talking to somebody recently, I don't, I, um, I don't want to say their name, but they were talking about you know being in the workplace and how the competition they are more likely to compete with another woman for a job mm-hmm. than they are to compete against the man. It's not so much that because they think about it in a way that there's a limited number of jobs for women. Yeah, so that's yep. like where this competition is kind of like, where she was saying that this competition in women against each other is like, there's a certain amount of partners for them and there's a certain amount of jobs available. So because of that, they're n- competing with other women, which like, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm more, I'm more asking. That episode, I was going to say, I'm more asking yeah. you guys about it because it's a way I yeah. never thought of it before as a guy.
0: What did we talk? We talked about yeah. how one of my friends, my friend Jen, Jen, good, right? good, good pronunciation. D- uh, Zach, because Eric is always like Jean. She's from Arkansas. She's going to side with me. On I'm it. from Arkansas. I just heard that coming Yeah, out exactly. Your <laughs> wife from Georgia sides with me on that. So I whatever. know, but... Okay, but um, we talked about how the reason why I didn't want to be friends with her at first because when she showed up, she was like the other cute girl who was like a really yes. good thing. And I was like, oh, you and I can't be friends because there can only be one of us. Mm-hmm. Like, there can only Which be... Which is
1: crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Guys have... do
1: it a little bit too. For guys, it's like this more like a pack mentality mm-hmm. where it's like... There, there's this idea of not that there can only be one. We can all hang out in a group, but one person's kind of in charge of the group, and uh, it's not. Oh, I see that. It's not spoken. It's not anything that. But if you see a group of guys go out, one dude is clearly like the main guy, and like, and and we're all friends and everyone can do it, but it's like, I think I don't that know. happens it's with a weird women too. Thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think like Warren's like, you're all beautiful. My, I'm, I'm like the cutest one, you know. Like we
0: Nobody. say that. Like we yeah. are, I'm the funniest one. Yeah. Well, I'm the smart one. Like we all have a thing.
1: It's for all from watching movies. We all need like to be. A, which yeah. Power Ranger are we? It's like you, you got to yeah. do the thing. Like yeah. uh, Donatello. He he's the smart mutant ninja turtle. Right. Like you have to. Yeah. Everyone tries to find that spot instead of really like you know we could both be. You know we we could both like Game of Thrones, Well multifaceted sports. it's cool, yeah. we're both into it.
2: I have a question about like so so male in the male modeling world, like yeah. what are the body conversations happening right now? I mean, like is it progressing exponentially or is it still kind of static? I don't know it's
1: definitely progressing. The fact that I have a career period mm-hmm. means it's progressed a crazy amount. One thing about I'll speak from the from like the big and tall brawn world. The only reason our whole industry exists is because the women in the plus and curve world already broke down all the barriers for mm-hmm. us. We are literally following in their footsteps. Women like Emmy and Ashley Graham and Tess Holliday and Candace Huffine and Hunter McGrady and a million more are the reason it's easy for us mm-hmm. to now step in and start doing it. That being said, there's still very few of us yeah. who do this. There's like maybe four of us full-time maybe that are full that don't do it just as a hobby that actually make a living doing this
2: which you are one
1: which i am one i am one of them and it's one of those things where we're splitting off from the main modeling world because as you said earlier with women being like oh these are just average size women these aren't you know, they're plus models, but yeah, they're just I've average Yeah, I've seen pictures size. of
2: Ashley Graham. Like last, I think before we did this podcast, you showed me pictures. No,
0: you sent me, actually, you randomly sent me a text first that you somehow had like found a photo of her and you were like, they say this woman is plus size, and yeah. I hate everyone. No, so I was like, and, oh, that's Ashley Graham. You yeah. sent me the photo. But yeah, that's it's, the thing. It's, it's that it's, in the fashion
1: world, she absolutely is. That's crazy. Because it's similar for me. Because people come to me like, I'm a big guy. I'm a tall guy. But they're like, you're not that big. What do you mean you're big and tall? Average male model. Let's do this versus me. Average male model weighs or is about... Between five ten and six foot mm-hmm. is the average male model. Closer to six foot. I'm six foot six, so I have holy shit. That's six a, to eight that's a height on them.
2: People can reach. I'm five two, so right. we're.
1: It's okay. It's fine. Um, I don't know what it's like. <laughs> or measurements wise, mm-hmm. the average male model will wear between a twenty eight and a thirty two pant. I wear forty to forty two. So I have another 10 sizes in between me and the other guys that way. Weight-wise, their average. They're weighing between 145, 150. Oh I weigh just short of 300 pounds. So I am Six almost Six weighing like
2: 150 pounds? I mean, that is a beanpole. No,
1: exactly. And that's the thing is like I am pretty much double the size of the average one. So everyone's like, oh, you don't look that big. And I'm like, yeah, but this is who's working. Because in the industry, they base their sizes off of these models. Ashley Graham is, for one, stunningly, amazingly beautiful and gorgeous, and yeah. very fit and very sexy. And but when it comes to the modeling world, when she's when her competition are size zeros and she's a size sixteen and she literally has eighty to one hundred pounds on these girls, like she's definitely like considered plus but that's what they base it off of i know in the men's industry a big problem we have with getting clothing is the sample size that are made when a manufacturer makes something they make it what's called a sample size mm-hmm. it's the original design for men it's about a medium t-shirt is a way to think about it and for women it's usually about a four everything on that every other design they have is graded up from that measurement-wise. So they're not tailoring measurements based on you actually grow. They're just making it bigger. The problem is with bigger clothing, when you get to a certain point, you need to make a new sample size and grade up from that mm-hmm. because otherwise you start to look crazy because people's bodies grow in different proportions. Mm-hmm. Like for, as a man, I if I get something that I know has been graded up by a medium, I will... It'll still be tight in the neck because they underestimate how big guys' necks grow. Because they're, you know, we we uh, necks and shoulders grow pretty. That's not anything I
2: thought about as neck size.
1: Uh, Yeah, and you wouldn't think about it. It's never ends up long enough in the sleeve. It'll always end, but it the sleeve will be giant. So what happens is they'll grade, they'll keep grading up the muscle of the sleeve. But unless you're gaining, you know, Hulk Hogan size muscles Uh as you grow. You don't need that extra in the sleeve. Mm. Same with the pants. They'll make the pants wider and wider and wider, even though you, your body doesn't grow at that rate. Certain yeah. things grow at different sizes. When you get bigger, your chest and your stomach will grow faster than everyone else when you're gaining weight and you're becoming bigger. But they don't think about it that way. They'll mm. just grade everything. So that's one of the reasons it's hard to find plus and big and tall clothing is because it's – they have to put an extra step into making it. And a lot of the manufacturers make an argument. They're like, well, we can't do it, you know, sample sizes. But a lot of us in the modeling world also have worked on the manufacturing side in one way or another. Whether we've done a, you know, a private label with somebody or have your own clothing company. We know that to get a sample made is to call up your company, whether it's in China or New Jersey or wherever. And say, hey, can you make a sample size at these measurements? Thanks. End and it cost you 50 bucks to have that made maybe up to 150 bucks to have that sample sent to you it's it's a lot of excuses especially yeah. because the old school designers it's fashion week for example this fashion week we had some amazing designers at 11 Honoré and Chromat who do break the mold and do you know make it for people of size and all that and they're doing an amazing job, and they're pushing the conversation forward. However, a lot of the old school people, who I will not name because I hope one day they'll give me a job and money. <laughs> but a lot of, you just fan, in your head, imagine a designer. You know exactly yeah, who I'm I talking. Yeah, I got it. I
0: you know all the head.
1: designers I'm talking mm-hmm. about. They are so old school, they would never consider, because they grew up, they're like, no, no, no. To be beautiful, you have to be a size zero. Wow. Otherwise, you're not. There was very recently where Tommy Hilfiger even made a comment. Tommy
2: Hilfiger is still a thing?
1: Tommy Hilfiger is doing a lot of amazing things with adaptive clothing. He's always made extended sizes. He does does a great job. But you can still see the kind of old school mentality where he did a clothing line with Gigi Hadid. Probably the biggest model in the world right Mm -hmm. now. And even then, he made a comment where he was talking about the sh- the fashion show and, you know, what people wore. And he made, the f- he made the statement that he had Gigi Hadid wear this poncho thing because, you know, she's bigger than the other girls. She's a size zero, if not double zero. But now
0: I have to look at a picture of this. Even person. then. Yeah, she's not that big. And
1: woman. she's great, but she's tiny. She's the yeah. traditional. G-G- she is like what you would call she's a just traditional tall, model.
0: Right? Is she just like really, really tall? No,
1: no, yeah. she's not. Yeah. No, she's, 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 you know, she's a taller. She's model height, but she's not, like, crazy tall right. or anything like that. So it's, it's really interesting to see, like, that old school what beauty is mentality. Mm-hmm. For so long as a society, yeah, we've I... been told what beautiful is is this tiny little box you have to sit in. Mm-hmm. And just in the last five years, really... Everyone's kind of like, we really hate this box. We've always hated this box. And now that we have the internet and where our thoughts and opinions aren't filtered through magazines and TV Mm -hmm. and whatnot and we can talk directly to each other people are starting to finally break out of those. But, na-
2: but at the same time now, like this is where I think that education of kids is really important. I have some questions for you about that, yeah, but yeah. now, I mean, they're out of the magazines, but essentially you're getting Instagram ads and Facebook ads and, oh, yeah. and all t- you know Twitter ads with the same shit on it. Totally. And so, so it's almost like a, there's two, th- like it's two things happening. I mean, the yes, body positive like conversations are happening and everything mm-hmm. but at the same time kids are still getting like fed that that same recycled thing that they were in magazines in the 90s and early uh noughties? is that what it is early aughts whatever so it, it has to be like a change within the industry right yeah. it's it's and it is and right. it is
1: it, it's, those changes are just starting to happen mm-hmm. it's definitely so the thing that's changing it for everyone right now is this whole influencer culture Weird. as being a social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. influencer? Because right now, I which we it are it might be a smart no. You absolutely we are. have
2: three million followers.
1: Hell yeah, but no, it's one of those things we where
0: have 3 followers. We do we have three million followers? Yes, Erica. <laughs> I was <laughs> say no. We don't continue.
1: But um, <laughs> no, it's one of those things where now advertisers are really, are realizing they'll get a better return on their investments of advertising having me do a sponsored post to my 80,000 people. And what happens is, sure, this billboard might be seen by 450,000 people. Mm -hmm. Say that. It's on I-95. In a month, like 450,000 people will see this billboard. Maybe 100 people will call Mm -hmm. out of that 450,000 or check you out online. That's a return rate of nothing on your investment. Whereas for me... I might post it to my 80,000 followers. You might get 2,000 people to, yeah. to look into it. Still a small percentage. Because it's
2: more personal. <sighs> they know you, right?
1: Exactly. That's, the whole, that's where advertising is going is you have these influencers who build their personal brand, and they build a trust, and they build a following, mm-hmm. and then you as the influencer – have to kind of also have the responsibility to not go away from your brand and your personal branding and not take things. Like, I will never do a diet ad, I will never do those fitness teas or anything like that. What is a fitness know. tea? It's a big, it's a laxative, it's it's literally a laxative that all the oh, Kardashians. Oh, like a tea, it's a, a tea.
2: tea. I yeah. thought we were talking about like a t shirt. I was oh, like, no, do no, you no. like put it on and suddenly you're like buff? Like, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but it's like I would never advertise one of those. And those are some of the biggest influencers, they pay the Kardashians. Have literally paid the Kardashians millions of dollars to sponsor these detox teas, which are literally laxatives. Yeah, that they're telling people, and because my uh, followers know who I am and know what I stand for, it would be a huge betrayal of trust for me to do like a diet ad. How or something often do like
2: you get that. hit up for those though?
1: Diet ads not very often because I'm very outspoken. Yeah, against, I'm very outspoken against diet and diet culture in general, uh-huh. which is a big difference between. What I am always accused of is promoting obesity, which is not a thing. Are you serious? Constantly. That is the number one criticism of, I think, of plus models and plus influencers. What are people just
2: like commenting on your shit and mail it All the time. And you're promoting. All the time.
1: They're like, you're glorifying obesity. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm living my life (laughs) and telling people the whole idea is that you don't have to have a six pack to be happy. That's essentially if you're going to boil positivity down, body positivity down to anything. It's you do not need to have you can be happy in the body type you have right now. Now, if you have other goals, if you want to change yourself through fitness or whatever. You're allowed to do that. It doesn't make mm-hmm. you not body positive to want to lose weight. Yeah. It makes you not body positive to hate yourself while you're doing it. And you're doing it because maybe you'll love yourself one day yeah. if you lose this weight. But that's not the same thing. Like, it's...
2: I, yeah, no, I I come from actually like a, a super... Like body negative family.
1: Totally. Same here. Yeah. I
2: mean, like, without naming names, I've had a relative in the hospital for bulimia and anorexia. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, they're pretty outspoken about it, but I just don't want to name them. No, totally. Just because I don't have permission before. And so exactly. I just want to make sure. But, like, I mean, like, I had, without naming other people, female relatives constantly while I was growing up saying, like, you know, things, just like small things. Like, if you drink more water, you'll be more full.
1: Yeah. Things oh, yeah. Things like
2: that. Like, just constantly. Yeah.
1: I was on every. I, with my mother. My mother and I did every fad diet you can ever imagine. Yeah. We were on every single one Same. of them. Because... There was
2: Jenny Craig in our house growing up for everything. Like, just yeah. those fucking disgusting lemon cakes. If I yep. ever see one, I will throw it
1: so, it was all, like, the Slim <laughs> you know Fast what? brand yeah. stuff. And, like... You
0: know what's kind of turning through my head right now, though? Like, one... Like I think of myself personally, I most of my life until maybe about I was twenty six, twenty seven, so I don't know, do math, can't do math right now, so like six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I could eat anything I wanted, do mm-hmm. anything I want and be a size four or six. Yep. Without trying. Around like twenty seven, twenty eight, I had to start working out and eating better to be a four or six. Mm-hmm. And then maybe three years ago I got a knee injury slash turn thirty, so I'm not really sure which is the one that did it. Yeah, but it's like harder for me. Like I really feel like six eight, maybe more where my size is now. Maybe sometimes verging on a ten. I also think I'm not watching what I eat now at all, and etc. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes things, something that a lot of women struggle with, as you know, and I was telling a friend this as a woman every like five years your body goes hey cool news. I'm gonna change everything. Totally. And you're like and and not that it doesn't happen to men, but I feel like it happens to us differently. Your hip you might even be the same weight, but your hips like got wider. Like mm-hmm. everything just changes every five to ten years. And so I think something that I honestly struggle with, like I kinda joke now, oh I guess I have my grown woman body now. But like some of my clothes are tighter and a year ago I got rid of everything that made me feel fat. But, like... What a it, smart move.
1: That's what I'm doing today. We're doing the whole Marie Kondo thing. Yeah. In the next I, don't I don't get me started saying, saying Marie, Kondo
0: Marie Kondo. I have not Because I nervous. have been saying that shit for years, and I should have done it first. Except I'm a black woman, so people probably wouldn't pay
1: much attention to me She the also wrote this book as a cute over a Asian decade woman. Ago. But, like, <laughs> I, oh, if a book? it doesn't it bring was me a joy... Book. Yeah, yeah.
0: I get rid of it. This is what I've been doing. No, I should totally, do Erica Atkins. That shit. I need people to start saying my name. Shit. But you
1: got to go back we'll in time, it, beat her publisher to the point.
2: We'll call it the Atkins diet for your house.
1: Oh, the Atkins home diet. <laughs> the
2: Atkins home diet, and I was just like being speaking of which, talking. the guy
1: from Atkins had a heart attack and died.
2: Oh, because maybe because eating a shit ton of meat. Bacon is no, not-
1: exactly, and that's the thing that well, that's what's so pervasive about diet culture is it has nothing to do with being healthy yeah. and having your body function better. It has to do with getting smaller, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, because it shouldn't matter. I would be unhealthier. It, the, when I was in high school and I was really in, like, the worst throes of, like, my body image issues, I look at myself now from high school and I was like, I was really skinny. Like, oh, to me now. I weighed
2: 107 pounds. And I would never and I notice like, it. Uh, yeah, I would starve myself.
1: Yeah. I was – I took uh, – every day I would take six to eight diet pills I was constantly which even now my stomach is wrecked like we it has did. been my whole life because I spent my whole life on hydroxycut and xantrax and all these like terrible things that for some reason you know I can't buy Sudafed over the counter as a teenager but I could go buy laxatives and, and fat yeah. blockers and all this yeah. stuff
0: we didn't have a scale in my house growing up we actually didn't have a scale oh, God, it was all about staying as physically we did. fit as yeah. you could because my dad is like a huge exercise guy but even he's like a firefighter my dad yeah. we have already discussed
2: on this podcast how positive like your family has been in exactly. general in your life but
0: but as i get older sometimes i do like hear from family members oh your hips a little bit bigger than they used to be oh did you stop doing like sit ups? but all that like, stuff I is so programmed it's like that's right. what they're saying
1: it because they've been programmed their whole life right i'm a i'm i'm a Big model professionally and I still have family members telling me stuff about losing weight and whatnot and you look a little different and you'd be good. Like, and this is literally what I do for a living. And what do you say
2: in response to that?
1: I, well, it depends on what they say. I'm usually pretty snarky, to be honest. Yeah. It depends on also who says it. My, oh, I if think my grandma sh- says something, I'm like, all right, Graham, it's fine. But I it, think sarcasm
2: and like oh, bitchiness should be taught in schools.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> pro it that. absolutely should. should be a whole class on how to interpret it, too, where you're just like, ooh, okay, he didn't like that. Like, <laughs> it, it's, no, it's so, body image issues are... In every aspect of our culture, and Mm -hmm. they are pushed into every aspect of our culture. Do you think Donald Trump, being one of the worst people, in my opinion, on um, the
0: planet,
1: and that, (laughs) yep, being so bad, do you think that he would have his level of narcissism, his level of pig headedness, his level of being stubborn, his level of just being overall full of himself? anti if he had been physically fit and handsome his whole life now he projects it saying he is but yeah. like if he had spent his whole life with you know chiseled abs and a full head of flowing hair do you think he would have had time to become the horrible man he is
2: I mean, I think that, like, with all things and I think he'd be a different iteration yeah, of a, a
1: horrible iteration. man. Yeah, yeah,
0: he might be a different reiteration of a horrible man,
2: but... But, but he might not be screaming at Rosie O'Donnell on air and calling her, like, what... Calling her a fat pig, a fat
1: pig and whatnot. Just, and he's yeah. also the reason... He might not be paying porn stars to have sex with him. True. He also... He wouldn't have to tell him that he's the best at this. He's the smartest at this every five seconds. Mm-hmm. That's all insane insecurity. Yeah. Cuz that's what toxic masculinity does. It takes insecurity, repackage it as overconfidence, push it out into the world. And it's so unhealthy. And it's wrecked our society yes. for years, and I'm so happy that the conversation against it is at least starting where they're like this is a little fucked up like would you ever go do, do
2: like classes for kids like is that in your i feel I would like love to. i feel like this should be in your yeah, like. i've tried to get trajectory. Jack to be a teaching artist before
1: yeah no i that wanted to I, I would love to i'm not i don't know how to start is one of those things i'm really good at not really good but my my strengths are ranting off the top of my head mm-hmm. not preparing presentations so that's a much.
0: skill kids need to be In if only you had a really good friend who was good at facilitating professional oh my god but where do you find one of those <laughs> connecting people
1: is it the girl literally jotting notes as we talk where <laughs> we're going
0: right now yeah
2: erica has been deep into her notes over here well i'm just like i mean you know I was anti rose Saturday, and then you in the start... morning. start. And now I'm <laughs> like, Look, I'm if anybody good, wants some
0: more rose, we have. I might actually good. take a little another nip. I'm yeah, feeling yeah, I'll pretty take good a too. Great, All Not I'm just a little bit though, because I still got to drive. Decide, if you decide that that's something you want to do. I, I am an education. Well, it's actually person.
1: something I'm, I'm starting to think about. No, and and I definitely thought and of
0: you. And I do branding, so good.
1: I do branding because I, I um. Don't laugh. At I got me. invited to, which I haven't done. I, I haven't like. Cross the T's and dot the I's yet, but I've been offered to do a TEDx talk about yeah, like body image and yeah. whatnot. That and it needs was funny. And the students is at University of Illinois, and the students were like really nice, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll help you write it. We do all this stuff." And then the other reason we haven't crossed the T's and dot the I's, I'm like, "Well, I don't want you to write it. I want to. <laughs> if they, I'm gonna start doing this, inherently,
2: there's there they are students at this like you know elitist university who have a bias that think that models are not."
1: intelligent
2: no. like like they are already yeah, yeah, yeah. i can already just feel it in the no, back of that, there it,
1: there's a little bit of that but for me it was mostly like no if i'm gonna give a speech of any sort like it has yeah. to be my words and something i believe it's like there are for example I used to look down on people who use like ghost and stuff, and I still do. But then I have so many friends who are writers that do that professionally. But also, and do you like, think Yo, like Michelle
2: up. Obama has time to write a that's novel? That's the thing, and and that, the and that's she that she does, different. it's like
1: there's a difference between ghostwriting, writing. Um, I'm Donald Trump. Write a book for me, and I'm gonna slap my name yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ghostwriting with someone like Michelle Obama or. Tina Fey or so actually no Tina Fey wrote most of her own but um you know what I mean but like, she, like, like prominent a writer, figures you know, like, exactly and that's why yeah. but like like Barack Obama who do have to sit down and, and just dictate and like this is yeah. what you need to do so I'm less looking down on them but I got the feeling that they didn't so much want me to like to ghost write they wanted to dictate write it for present. you they were gonna write and I was gonna talk and I was like no 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 I well, do that. Well, no, that, that would That's take out all ad- of. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that for advertising. <laughs> if you want me to sell a product, sure. You write the script as long as your product doesn't harm anybody. Maybe I'll like it. Okay, we'll see. so
2: here's a question I have. Then on that yeah. line, what products do you have you advertised for that you really feel
0: strongly for? Let's uh, plug clo- them now. <laughs>
1: clothing lines are a big thing that I have looked. Inclusive clothing lines are my big thing. Can mm-hmm. you
0: name a few? Uh,
1: I mean, I work for bonobos. Bonobos
2: and, give us money. Um,
1: I work for so many. Target, the Gap. Target, uh, give us money. Well, the
2: Target gap.
0: Gap. Target is how you were discovered. Target
1: how it got discovered. Yeah. But oh, as really? far as social media, social media is different because what happens is I'll plug any company I believe in on social media, which makes like, it's a very much a gray area in what I'm promoting because like social promotion and every there's some social promotion that you do because you just do believe in them Mm -hmm. like for example I work with bonobos all the time and I think they've done an amazing job of making like fashion forward clothing for bigger guys and so I'll give them daps for that I, <laughs> because I think it's Bonobo, super cool.
2: Bonobo, in my mind, is a store or some brand in the mall in the 90s. So remind me who they
1: are. No. Wrong uh, one. Okay. <laughs> wrong one. Bonobos is a – they started off all online. They were mm-hmm. a men's, uh, men's clothing company that specifically their whole mission was to make a better fitting pant. Okay. Um, and that's all they did for the beginning. But then since then, they've become a – Pretty big company, and last year they pushed into ex- what they call extended sizes, mm-hmm. which is from uh, 2X to 5X. Now, there's farther to go in that spectrum. That's another big argument is how far do you have to go to be considered an inclusive clothing company? Like, mm-hmm. So I try not to work with anyone who, for men, doesn't make inclusive sizing. Mm-hmm. I have in the past worked for people where I'm the absolute biggest size they carry and I don't consider that inclusive at all because you're telling so many people that, you know, that to me, it's just another form of being like, no, we're not going to produce clothing for you because you're not, you're not good enough and you won't look good in our clothes. So we're just not going to do it, which is another bias, especially for bigger men and bigger women that. Big people don't care about the way they look. Look at how big they are. Why would they? Ca- you know, if they cared, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be so big. Mm-hmm. Which is like, listen, nothing's gonna make me shorter and smaller. I could starve myself, sure, but I'm still gonna be six foot six and still need yeah. long enough pants. I don't know what to tell you.
2: What do you feel about these terms though? Big and plus and all that. Like I, uh, cringe here. Some all people
1: have huge issues. So there was mm-hmm. this this large campaign. Ashley Graham specifically hates the term plus size. Yeah, I do too. I've, and and that's why in IMG, instead of big and tall and plus, they call it, by the way, big and tall is an American thing. If you go to England, it's men's plus, but American men are particularly sensitive and don't want to be called plus because it's related to women. That's a different conversation wow. altogether. Makes sense. So Sounds in me- right. in America, it's big and tall, but big and tall, plus size, whatever you want to call it, world. That's why people like IMG have renamed it Curve and "Brawn," trying to come up with a a label that doesn't have the connotations and the traditional thoughts Mm -hmm. associated with it. As far as plus size and big and tall go, for me personally, I'm at a part in my journey where I have no issues with it. I'm at a part of my journey where I don't care if you call me fat. It doesn't to me because to me fat shouldn't be an insult anyway it's yeah. a descriptor mm-hmm. and that's like but there's still fat is still, still such a weighted word yeah. that people react to it as if it's an insult and because people are using it as an insult not because they're crazy people are specifically mm-hmm. trying to use it as an insult but it's also not it's yeah. just a descriptor mm-hmm. it's the same as saying short it's same mm-hmm. as saying tall same as saying skinny it's but I grew up, we all grew up knowing when I was five years old, I knew that skinny was good, fat was bad. Mm-hmm. No one ever told it to me in those words, but our whole society projects that. Mm-hmm. So you sort of start to believe it that way. I'm going to part in my journey where, I've, where I like, I, don't, I use the term plus myself simply because everyone knows what I'm talking about. Mm. I don't have to have that educational conversation. When I say curve and people go, what is that? When I say brawn and people go, what is that? Yeah. It's easier for me to say plus size. Everyone knows the term, but I also understand that other people are on different parts of their journey and still have issues with that term.
0: I want to read something that you posted the other day. That, that I, I posted? Should, yeah. That yeah, I, good for I really me. love. Yes. What did I do?
2: What's um, your, is this an Instagram? This is an Instagram What's, post. Oh, What's your follow handle? Zach
0: at, at Zach
2: Miko.
1: At Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O.
2: Yeah. And at the same time, follow us because yeah. you got enough followers. We need more. You have three million. <laughs>
0: hey, if you uh, follow Zach, you should just follow us because I've had Zach repost the same thing that I posted Many. and literally get like 20 times more likes than I do. And I'm like, oh shit, he is famous. So uh, I'm going to take advantage of my friendship for my own.
1: You should. It, yeah.
0: So it's okay. Do so you posted about how trolls will you know be like, "Oh, I'm commenting for your own health, oh yeah, right, right, I hate and that this word is Whoa. Where, yeah, yeah, so this is what Zach posted like a week or two ago,
1: yeah, some guy. a little background, some guy who claimed to be a doctor told me that I was um glorifying obesity, and that he's all for everyone loving their bodies, but Clearly, I am going to have type 2 diabetes, cancer, and hypertension or something like that.
0: Oh, my God. So Zach responded, I don't normally respond to trolls, but I'm so tired of people trolling for my health. I know many of you deal with the same thing every day. This is how I responded and what the caption of the pic he. It's always a he. It's always a he. It is always a he. <laughs> Felt that, now you know what it feels like to be a woman. I know. Felt the mm-hmm. need to comment on don't let the bachelors get you down. I love y'all. And this particular comment that you commented on is what is a brawn model? You're just obese. There's nothing to be proud of. Being obese is a decision you've made yourself. I'm all for feeling comfortable with yourself and don't glamorize. And it didn't spell glamorize right. Hypertension. <laughs> I type love that. 2 diabetes and an increased risk of cancer. I think this is a different person. Uh, maybe it's the no, same person. it was the same, same person. person? He was okay. You were kind enough else. to scribble out Yeah, yeah. I, I protect
1: yeah. their identities just because you know even though they're fan. terrible people, yeah. I have the luxury of, you know, at least a thousand furious people who will <laughs> we'll fuck craft. up your social media. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I'd rather deal with you one-on-one. I don't need other people to stick up for me. I love that they do and thank you everyone who does, but it's uh not a fair fight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Zach oh then the guy also said, I didn't project diagnosis on you, but you're not at a healthy BMI. That is a risk for other diseases that have a very that have very real consequences. Obesity will become one of the biggest Modifiable risk factors for cancer. I'm sorry that the facts don't fit your worldview. And Zach, his response, you are clearly not all for people feeling comfortable in their own skin. Don't add a qualifying statement to soften the blow of your trolling. You just made it a point to comment on a stranger's photo to make sure they knew that their body was not okay with you. Mm -hmm. And your bio claims you are a doctor And yet, you project three diagnoses onto me without ever giving me an exam. You aren't a champion of health. You just hate fat people. And someone sharing a picture of themselves saying they felt good was offensive to you. It was a photo of you modeling in Australia, right? Yeah, it was a
1: modeling shot in Um, Australia.
0: Maybe I am your stalker, but I feel like I'm your friend and yeah, your stalker. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and all from a private account because you would never want someone random to say mean things to you the way you feel comfortable to do to others, I hope you find what makes you happy, mm. which I love because I feel Burn. like technically I'm not in my BMI right now. For no like one my high BMI, high BMI is anxiety, not which is okay. Like what like yeah, what is that? BMI it right does, it.
1: does not apply to an individual. It is an overall study of population. It is arbitrary, not arbitrary, but it is numbers based on a full population mm. size. Not only that, it was calculated during the fucking depression. When nobody had any food, Mm. it is not a thing that is supposed to be applied to an individual, and it is not supposed to be an indicator of health. It is literally just a ratio of your height to your weight. That's all it is, and it doesn't like go to any. It's not. (laughs) Most reputable doctors will never use BMI because it's not. It it doesn't. It is not a authenticating factor of your health. And it is not supposed to be applied to an individual. But what how, happened is how for is years... This
2: like that I have never heard what you just said before? Yeah. Like because have,
1: because yeah, we, we just go with it. We just... BMI well, is a in number is scale on... industry profiting off of it, it right? Exactly. Yeah. Billions to trillions of dollars are based off of making you want to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Whether it be good aspects of it like fashion if as long as they're inclusive size where they are trying to teach you to where the the overall fashion is vict is not a victim here fashion is uh has done a lot of terrible things over the years but the base idea of fashion is to find your own style and learn how to express yourself through clothing it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. there's bad things associated with it with vanity sizing and non-inclusive brands and all that stuff But still, they make money off of making you look the certain way. The beauty industry makes so much money off of hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. The diet industry makes billions upon billions of dollars on telling you your body needs to be a different shape than it is. It's not... There's no reason for people to debunk things like like, like BMI. And it's... BMI is not a thing used. It's a population study. It's not an individual study. Yeah, And... It has no – me being at a BMI of 30 plus or whatever that means, which according to the BMI scale, I'm morbidly obese. Seriously? Um, morbidly. Going to die soon, according to BMI. <laughs> like, There's no what, way I'll survive. Did you, you ever is...
0: hear what John Foster – we have a friend, John Foster, what he said? Yeah, no. When you started your right to frame – fame, frame, fame. Uh, John Foster goes – Well, if Zach is obese and the rest of us are fucked.
1: No, it's true. (laughs) But that's the way the BMI scale limits it to that, like, a crazy... Amount of, According to the BMI scale, to be a normal BMI, I am supposed to weigh around 180 pounds. No! Oh my God. At six foot six. Not at your height. At six foot six, I am supposed to weigh 180 pounds to be How? considered a normal BMI. You
0: I'm supposed would to have be about to start 25 I'd have
1: to lose over 100 pounds. I'm it supposed would be to be crazy. about
0: 25 pounds less than what I am right now. But, and I have but that's been, the thing. And Even right now where
1: you and I are saying supposed to, we're not yeah. supposed to. The BMI scale is a bullshit thing. Thing that was propped up by the diet industry so they had a data they can point you to to tell you you were too fat mm. which is just nuts and exactly as I said in that thing one of the big one of the biggest criticisms people get about you know in pl- other plus models for one two things for one the women's plus industry the 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 women, my friends who are also plus models who get the same kind of trolls get it way more than I yeah. do. Incredibly more. It is disgusting. They're much more vile, much more harsh. Because I am a man, people are less likely to come at me. They still do. I still get plenty of trolls, but I probably get a third of what they get, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I forgot my other point. I just <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it's so
0: good. We on are drinking day. rose. Yeah.
1: No I forgot i just totally lost my train right there
0: that the you were saying that the women get it more than you, yeah, no,
1: they get it way more, but I free oh the, the the health thing that's- yeah. a, that's the main criticism is because, and I told the guy, do not add a qualifying statement that mm-hmm. like to try to mm-hmm. like do people try to make the argument that it's for your health, they're like it's clearly unhealthy it's not it's not the absolute decision maker of unhealthy mm-hmm. it. You know, I'm not going to I don't I'm not a doctor and I know that there are things that physical ailments you may have that could be released by losing weight. Your knees hurt a lot and you're very heavy. Your knees won't hurt as much if you lose a bunch of weight. That's true. I'm not you know, it's not I'm not looking for like weird pseudoscience or anything like that to support my point, which is always the argument they make. But what happens is you have these people who bring up things of health. Like, for example, him telling me that I had a high risk of hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and cancer, which I have none of. And he can't know I have none of because he's a doctor and he's never examined me. Mm -hmm. My doctor, who takes my blood work, knows that I'm not at risk for any of those things right now. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's... No, but your health is personal to you. It is between you, your doctor, and your loved ones. And it is no one else's business. I do not owe... A ran- Even if I was unhealthy, which I'm not, I do not owe a random troll on the internet. I do not owe them health. Yeah. I do not have to be healthy for you. I am my own individual yeah. who pays my own health care premiums. And I do not have to be healthy for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I fucking am. So suck a dick. <laughs>
0: hashtag to suck a dick hashtag blame it on it exactly that's what we're gonna call this episode is just suck a dick
1: no it's Mm -hmm. just and and that's the thing is they're like you're glorifying obesity (laughs) no one's glorifying obesity no one is saying we're saying that you are okay the shape you are and and you shouldn't have to hate your body and wait to be happy Mm -hmm. because of what you look like No one's glorifying obesity. I didn't wake up as a child and be like, you know what I'd like? I'd like to be 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. I hope I am. Like, no one ever says that. If we all had a choice, we would all have ripped six packs and perfect 2% body fat shapes. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's easier to function in society that way. Mm -hmm. Not because we really want it. That was a thing. I came to a realization where I realized I was doing all these diets because... I was doing all these diets, doing all these workout plans, starving myself, doing all this because I thought other people would like me more if I looked a different way. Yeah. Not that I would like myself more. And when I realized Isaac didn't care, like really didn't care, all my caring came from what other people would think. My body functioned perfectly fine. I could still... Go out and play frisbee and tag football with friends. I could still go hiking. I could still do. Like, I felt fine. Mm -hmm. But all of my thing was like, oh, I need to do this because people will like me better if I change.
0: I definitely think that one of the turnarounds for you was when you met Laura because she very much, she very much loved you for who you were. Oh. And no. I like like I was like, oh he to marry her. I like a lot he, of them oh, loved amazing. you for who you were and that was very clear.
1: I know for me my insecurities in my size and whatnot most of them stemmed from uh, feeling like no one would love me. Right. Feeling like I was mm-hmm. undesirable and no one wanted. In and in even and I had girlfriends too. That's the thing. I wasn't one of those people who had never had a girlfriend. I had girlfriends all like, always through had high, high school.
0: That is always was always dating someone. But I in my head, like it wasn't
1: because they liked. I always tricked them somehow into dating me. Mm. I they they didn't for me. My my mm. insecurities always came from being attractive. So what happens is I tricked them by being funny and by buying them things and doing all this. And this is the reason I had girlfriends, not because they ever found me attractive. And even if they right. would say a to be I would be like oh she's lying she, she's my girlfriend she has to say that yeah and it wasn't until Laura where I was like I think this girl like is attractive to me. Like, yeah, Laura real. was always like, very this was like,
0: weird. like, like, Laura would post photos and be like, look at my boyfriend, how handsome he is. I can't and believe I, yeah. he's my boyfriend. And, I and like, I'd be like, what? Oh, Zach better lock this chick down because oh, she did. is into it. I did.
1: <laughs> as quickly as I
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, you guys been together for like, two years total and you got married. And I was like, yeah, that. Oh, like, I started, just how long have so you been much. married?
1: I've been married now for like four and a half years. Wow. Um, We've been together for like a little over seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. I started saving for a ring like four or five months remember into dating yeah. Yeah. I me you were like, to oh, her. I was like, I'm going to do this. I
0: hadn't even met her yet because it took like six or seven months for me to meet her, maybe even a year. Cause maybe. Cause... Our schedule was so crazy yeah. that you and I could get together. She's a really busy person too, but the yeah. three of us couldn't ever get together. No, exactly. I met you guys when you came to the show at New Vic, Yeah. And then we all yeah, went yeah, to yeah, lunch yeah. together. And you guys had been together for a minute at that point. And I remember you and I. We're out at dinner at, um, Southern hospitality, but okay. like restaurant, we're the worst two people to go to dinner together. Cause we're like, order it all. I'll get the appetizer yeah. and the big meal and dessert. we eat everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. We edge each other on like there's no, there's no. And it's, then so it's Zach, I want to go to dinner. Oh, come to dinner yeah. with us. We'll eat everything.
1: I'm going to order. We're going to order everything. You're getting at least two or three apps if <laughs> yeah, you go out with gonna, me just because I want to try it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. And then we're like, we owe $75 each. Well, whatever. But uh, so yeah. I remember Zach was telling me. I have my menu in front of my face. I remember this so clearly. And Zach was like, uh, he's like, I think I'm going to propose the law." Just so you guys who can't see me, I'm kind of demonstrating it. And he goes, I think I'm going to propose the law." And my eyes were just, like, over the menu, and they, like, light up. And I was like, oh, 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 you are? And Zach was like, yeah, like, I've been thinking these are the different ways I might do it. And I'm going, mm-hmm, 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 just trying, like, oh not to freak out. Like, I've never heard him say, like, and so soon, and, like... She's like a well. Because Erica saw
1: like all like other girls I dated. Yeah, and it was like it was, I was always like,
0: vision are not cool. But it
1: was also just <laughs> I know they weren't. But
0: uh... <laughs> one person I kind of like, but I still don't think she was the right one for you.
1: Oh, that's yeah. who. I was yeah. like, who are you about? Yeah, yeah, about? yeah, yeah. I remember we got in a fight because you were still Facebook friends with her.
0: <laughs> I, I like, actually still stop? am. I still haven't defriended her yet. I'm sorry. Oh, do you I, want me to defriend her? I no, will. No, okay, okay. I don't care. I don't care. I've been, I've been together forever. Man. I know.
1: But no, I mean, for me, all of my... I would not be able to think the way I do about these topics if my constant insecurities about mm-hmm. ever being desired or finding someone to love or dying alone or anything like that weren't relieved by my wife. I've become mm. such a better person mm-hmm. because for the first time in my life, I can think, I can work, I can create, because this overall presence of insecurity of no one's ever going to love me was taken off. And it's like...
0: Aww. That like, kind of makes me think of like how important it is to... Have the people in your life who love you really support you and lift you up, and like stop commenting on little things about like your your body and like that. Like if everyone's just like you're beautiful the way you are, you're amazing the way you are, and it doesn't have to be a romantic. That's what I'm saying. Just the people in your life. Like, if they can mm-hmm. stop. Because I would think some of the times I've gotten most insecure about my body is when someone in my family yep. has made always a comment. Someone. Oh, same I mean, here. It's also, oh, always, it's always yeah.
1: someone in your family. And they're always doing it for what they think are good reasons. But it, they're doing it from a place of, at one point in their life, they felt hurt because mm-hmm. they right. had that mm-hmm. body issue and people made fun of them for that because the people who made fun of them got hurt over the mm-hmm. same body issue. Yep. It's just like this is the whole issue of body positivity is trying to break that cycle of yeah. self-hate that is so ingrained in all of us. Yes.
0: Yep. So guys, we're coming we're coming to a close on the podcast. And it's been a this is fun, guys. Yeah, that went by
2: so fast. And also, like, I have had very little rosé and feel mildly
0: buzzed. Because yeah, we are
1: just fine. There are three of us, and there's still a quarter of the bottle left. Oh, I'm going to take the been, rest of this bottle by myself and then take a nap today. Good.
0: And I did a lot of grocery <gasps> shopping. I might be doing that. I'm um, prime. I
1: think I'm supposed to go to an event.
0: Yeah, I know you have a thing. Do yeah, you, you have a plus to go to one. Do you want a slightly tipsy plus one? No, I'm,
1: I'm not. I'm never allowed a plus one.
0: Okay, so <laughs> as we wrap up this episode, that wasn't a true wrap up. So as we wrap up this episode, two things I feel like need to happen. I feel like we should give our listeners, you know, my mom, my stepmom, and my cousin Lula So <laughs> there's some other people and my friend Jean, who's about to give both any day. Chelsea. Did you know Jean with the twin? giving birth any day now. Sweet. Yeah. So um, all of these people, if we could give them just like a positive word about body image. And I guess because you mentioned it earlier, Zach and I can pretend to attempt to do a duet.
2: I knew it. I see. I knew. Erica wants this to be a singing podcast.
1: Oh, my God. So
2: (laughs) I just knew it was going to come up.
1: No, we can do like just...
2: Our our entire holiday special was me talking into a mic with Erica singing in the background. And I was like, I'll keep talking about like feminist issues in the holidays. And then Erica's just singing like, baby, it's cold outside. And I'm having to break down the date rape song for her.
0: No, I knew it was. I actually still think it's it's about something worse than date rape. It's about the fact how women are encouraged to not say yes when they want to say yes. But that's a different story. Uh, worse? Huh? Worse? They're both really bad. It's really <laughs> bad. It's really, really, it's a really it's, bad situation. No, it's so funny when there's hurt. no right
1: answer to stuff. Like, for example, the. Uh, have you guys been following the whole like Virginia Governor Ralph North? I'm from, thing? Virginia. I from oh, yes, Virginia. Yes, I have. And Very closely. He, uh, he's, like, he doesn't, he's like, oh,
0: no, it's not that I wore blackface that time. I wore blackface at, like, a Michael b- Jackson party. But before
1: he admitted to doing blackface, he wasn't sure if it's the person in the was picture him. was him in blackface or the guy in the KKK robe. Me and or
0: the guy is,
2: that I'm seeing were talking about Or it the if it were actually the same picture he took because, yeah. remember, he was like, oh, no, that's not me. So at some <laughs> other point there
0: was a separate picture yeah. of them in black I did racist I'm not even sure it's which one so... it was. Yeah, cheater.
1: that's why it's funny when there's no right answer. It's yeah, just... you're
2: just like you should probably just like yeah, just yeah, call it quits. You
0: know? Yeah,
1: man, just resign. No one will. I don't know. I don't know. I... Are you
0: singing? Wait, no. First we're gonna do our like our positive. My
1: positive little thing. Besides, sorry everybody. I think the main thing about body positivity is that you are good enough to do whatever you want to do right now not when you lose weight not when you start this workout plan not when you start this diet plan not when you get plastic surgery not after you lose 20 pounds not after you gain 20 pounds you are great the way you are in this very moment body positivity is about learning to Mm -hmm. love who you are no matter what part of the journey you are on and it's always important to remember that. You don't have to. I spent my whole life waiting to be worthy of love. It would be worthy of self-love. To be worthy of being content and happy with who I was. And body positivity is about just telling you, hey, you super don't have to wait for that. Mm-hmm. You can love yourself right now. It's hard. It's a tough journey to go on. And you're going to have a lot of self-reflection and, and a lot of... But it's so worth it. It is so worth it.
2: You already have the tagline for whatever, like pro body positivity company you're going to build, whether it's for kids or like whatever. The the being positive about your body, no matter what part of the journey you're on.
1: Yeah, it That's, is. It's true.
0: You've already got it.
1: Good trademark. Put it Zach out. Zach <laughs> Put it down.
0: Zach Miko.
1: Oh my god.
0: Katie. What's your? Do you? Have oh, I have resistance? to say something yeah, about being
2: body positive. Yeah. I mean, like, look, I'm pretty positive. I'm in yoga pants and just woke up in a Bob Dylan shirt with holes in the armpits, nice. and I have guests in my home. I'm feeling pretty positive, body
0: positive yeah. these days. Um, I think mine is that like letting, especially young women know your body is going to change over time, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That you might
1: same with men just yeah. for the record like you're but i'm cannot do what i did when i was 16
0: right you can't do it and like so just really embrace like i wish i could go back in time and tell my 16 year old self like, uh, my 21 year old self or my 28 year old self you might have the ideal body right now quote unquote but it's just gonna keep changing over time and that's cool that's becoming yeah. a grown-up and don't
1: get lasik's eye surgery too early because it changes when you're 40 mm. that's what my optometrist warned me
0: oh that's
1: also really good information.
2: <laughs> I think I'm, I think mine's be okay with having that glass at ro- a rosé with friends at noon on a Saturday. That's not going to change your body, no, or anything dramatically, no, and you're
0: going to have a great day. Gonna I have, have a great a lot day. of Sugar in it, but it's fun. <laughs> rosé is okay. My stepmom told me that I'm Rose's probably drinking okay. too much wine right now. Yeah, probably. Rosé is
1: okay all day, every day.
0: Wait, okay, so now oh, we're going to close out. I really feel like, I just can't remember which one of us thinks first, and I think it's you.
1: It's, it's, it's the Nat King Cole part.
0: Right, yeah. Whatever key oh you pick God. is what we're doing. Oh, I pulled God. up the lyrics. This everybody. has been Rosé like, All day. day Anyways
2: with Erica Atkins and Katie Rainey. We're going to go out on a song. Please like and review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. Give yourself props for whatever part of the journey you're on right now. You're beautiful. You guys. You're so beautiful. We've had Zach Miko on and enjoyed it.
1: Zach Miko. Thank you. Very much. This has been a lot of
2: fun. Yeah. We all had a great time. We had a great time. Take it away.
1: (laughs) Okay, we'll do this. Haven't sang this song in forever. Mm -hmm. Unforgettable. That's what you are.
0: Unforgettable in every way
1: and forevermore that's how you'll stay that's, how you'll stay. that's why, why darling dying. it's, it's incredible, incredible that someone so unforgettable Things that I am unforgettable, too. Aww. Yeah. Adorable. Bye, winos. Bye. Bye.